the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Total Financial Hour, featuring Arif Halaby, president of Total Financial Solutions, designing higher income strategies with a conservative approach. Protecting your principal and your earnings while getting you reasonable gains and reliable income, making you confident of your retirement income planning. Arif Halaby has your answer. All right, welcome to the show, the Total Financial Hour. I'm Eric Howley, your host. Uh, I don't know, help me out. Manage your financial life. Have you not seen the news lately? Uh, the tax bill will do this. It's going to take your small children. It's going to make your grandmother have to retire and go back to work. <sighs> okay, what's the facts? We'll get into some of those details here as uh, we continue. And also, some of the truths about Social Security. I see numbers bounce around all of the time. Will Social Security be there for me? Will it not be there? Uh, what kind of changes have to be done? Uh, we'll get that. And then how does that all impact your retirement? When you're expecting to retire at a particular age, when you're saying, listen, retirement for me is not sitting in a rocking chair, just waiting to die on a porch overlooking a prairie. It's not the same maybe as your great grandparents or your grandparents. It's a different time frame in your life. It's now a time to volunteer, to donate your, your services. Maybe you spent your entire life developing a skill set and now it's time to give back to younger generation the younger generation but not worrying about whether or not you get paid for it or what's the next corporate ladder job or what's the next position to position myself for that ultimate corner office no no retirement is not just about a selfish moment in time it's about giving back and for a lot of people it's your skills it's your knowledge it's your time sometimes it is just believe it or not, your products. People will give back things that they've invented. They will, they will donate back to the, the causes that matter to them. And, and so retirement is about giving back in different... Look, the Total Financial Hour on AM870, The Answer. That's what you're listening to. I'm Eric Hallaby. If you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call back at, uh, or call right here at 888-99-RETIRE, 888-997-3847, 888-997-3847. Eight 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 ninety nine retire. That's how you get a hold of us right here on KRLA AM eight seventy. The answer, uh, and also uh, during the week, that phone number also works directly at our office when we are not here on the air. Okay, uh, let's start with the tax bill. A few things that you don't understand about the tax bill is is it did not do what the Republicans and what Donald Trump wanted a hundred percent of the way. You know, you shoot for the moon. And if you end up, uh, you know, a little short, hey, that's just the way it goes. And that's what happened. That's called negotiations. Donald Trump has been doing that his entire life. Uh, Congress, that is part of their mantra, is to negotiate. So I get it that you are going to be upset with one or two or even half of the bill. I understand. Listen, unless I wrote the bill, I'm never going to agree with 100% of it either. So get away from your emotional craziness for a second and think numbers and think logic, and think this number matters more than anything, 51%. If you like 51% of this bill, then then you should probably vote for it. If you don't like 51%, then you probably shouldn't, and you shouldn't support it. Okay? Don't expect to like 100% of it. I, I don't know any public comment from a congressman or woman, from the president or anybody in his staff, from either side of the aisle, where they're going to say, this is perfect. Perfection is the enemy of success. Nothing ever gets done in your personal life. You don't agree with your wife 100% of the time. No relationships are perfect. Uh, You get it? Let's step out and be a bit more mature here for a minute and understand that this bill is not going to be perfect. But is it better? Better than today. So tomorrow can be a little bit better. And the next day can be a little bit better. Right? That's the goal. So... We were, what President Trump was shooting for with three, four, five tax brackets, depending on when and how you talked to who in the office. Uh, but we ended up with a few more. 
We ended up with seven different tax brackets. So the key here is to realize that about a third, well, maybe 40% of Americans pay zero federal income tax. So I think it's 43%, but depends on how you slice it. But So let's say it's more than a third, probably right around 40%. Okay, let me back up. 40% pay nothing in income tax. Oh, but Eric, they pay payroll tax. Well, so what? That's supposed to make Social Security live. If you don't want Social Security to exist, then fine. Give the people that pay payroll tax a tax break. Cut it back. I'm a, look, if that's what we all decide as a group, but you understand you're going to kill Social Security when you do that. So I had a, a, a wealthy left-wing uh, client physician and he says, Arif, that's such a false number. I said, why is it a false number? He says, well, because the lower income pay a higher percentage of their income in payroll tax. I said, you're right. And he said, well, so we got to have to give them a tax break. I said, well, then you have to cut their social security in the future because they also get a much higher percentage of their income when they collect social security. A wealthy guy who makes 300000 a year doesn't get the same percentage of Social Security as somebody who makes 60000 a year. So if you're going to cut and give them a tax break on Social Security taxes, I'm all right with that if that's what you all decide, but just realize the consequences. The consequences are they're going to get less Social Security benefits. All right, so this is a one plus one game. My goal for you when we came to you... Uh, months ago and and 15 years ago when I started in radio, was to do one thing. It was to keep things simple and easy to understand. Not play these games that the pundits will do. We're in the same conversation about money. They'll switch from dollars to percentages and back to dollars because that's how they manipulate your opinion. Right When it's against them, they'll use small percentages. When, they, when it's for them, they'll use uh, you know, different dollars. They'll always play this game. So don't fall for it, okay? Kind of reach out and become somebody that's a little bit more, I don't know, well-informed. And get away from this crazy. And both sides do it, guys. It's not just one side. Both sides will say, ours is only 1.5% in fees. Okay. And then the other side will say, yeah, but they're charging $6,000. Oh, 6000 is a big number. Yeah, but if it's 1.5 is 1.5, then all the way across the board, everything you do has to fall into the same bucket, which is what? Apples to apples to apples. That's it. That's all I care about. If you're going to use percentages through your conversation, use percentages. If you're going to use dollars, use dollars. Because otherwise, the folks that work the hardest, and I don't mean that everybody doesn't, but at least work the hardest for the, for the dollars that they receive, are often, like me, that work two and three jobs. Right? I had one full-time job and two part-time jobs at the same time for years. Why? Well, because I could change my hours on the part-time job so that I could still uh, work my full-time. But because I thought sitting around at home when we were struggling financially, was not the right thing to do. Watching TV was not the right thing to do. Today, video games and, and Netflix and, and your, your Hulu and whatever it is you're doing, it's not the right thing to do if your family's struggling. And that same person is going to pay a lot of tax, percentage-wise. Well, that's called the way it is. Get up off your fanny and go to work. I have friends that cannot find people to work for them. Period. Arif, we have advertised. Arif, we cannot, we cannot grow our business anymore. We can't find the right, right people. Arif, we're doing our best to try to find more people to work for us. And they're either coming in on disability or they're trying to, to, to justify their uh, position. And the second word out of their mouth is, what's my vacation pay? When, when do I get to take my first vacation? I say, you don't even have the job yet. They're saying, yeah, but how many vacation days do we get? How about you work your fanny off and they say, my gosh, we can't run our business without this person. We want them to stay. That's what I used to do. I, I used to over-deliver. When I was trying to get a full-time job, I over-delivered. Why? Because sometimes, not all the times, sometimes it paid off. 
But I always went home at night, putting my head on the, on the bed, saying, you know what? At least I'm doing the right thing. At least I'm in a position to where I can go to sleep saying I gave 110%. So don't forget that, you guys, all right? There's ways around all of this stuff. And if you don't feel like you're going to, to be successful when you work hard, go get a different job. Go retrain. You can get free education today at trade schools and grants and scholarships and, and community colleges. So, so there's none of this funny business. All right. Tax brackets, it's gonna be, still going to be a significant number. All right. What will it be? It'll be a lot. So don't fall for these. Uh, it's only going to be able to, uh, you know, three tax brackets. It's not. It's seven. All right. Number two is I need you to understand this. The standard deduction. That is, hi, my name is Arif. I'm an American citizen filing taxes. Fine. Bingo. You get $12,000 of your income is free right off the bat. All right. 12000 $1,000 a month just for waking up, for saying, hi, I'm an American working in America, right? Boom. It used to be 6350 That's $12,000. So do you understand one of the tricks that a lot of times we use? This is important. If you have a family business and you are employing your children, when you employ your children and you pay them $5,500 a year or less, then it can leave your tax bracket. This is what we do when, when our kids were minors. It leaves our tax bracket because it's through the sole proprietorship and it goes to my children. My kids now get it, but because it's below the standard deduction, there's no income tax. So I don't pay ta income tax on it. The kids don't pay income tax on it. Then it goes into a Roth, R-O-T-H, Roth IRA. The Roth IRA earns interest tax deferred. And when you pull it out, it's tax free. So today that number is $12,000. You can still only put 5,500. I was hoping Congress would, would up the Roth IRA deduction at least because it's net, net neutral, right? Speak with your congressman and congresswoman. Tell them, listen, uh, folks, raise the Roth IRA. You can keep the traditional IRA at 5500 if you're under age 50 and $6,500 if you're over age 50. But if you're under age 50, which you're usually your, your minor children should be, right? when you pay them, these are dollars that don't show up on the FAFSA form. Your kids can have a million dollars in an IRA and pay nothing and, and still get a free ride to the private school of their choice, right? Because they don't count the IRA individual retirement account and they don't count the Roth. So if you have a minor child or your child is a child actor or works part-time, dollar for dollar of their earned income can go into this. Now it's $12,000. For a married couple filing jointly, it's 24000 That means husband wife, your first $2,000 in income is tax-free. So that's interesting. Let's see what the median income is in California or, or in the United States? What's the median income? In other words, what's the average income across the board? If you took America, cut it right down the middle, and you pick that guy or gal in the middle, and you said, what's their income? It's just about $49,000. All right. Some say 52, 55. We're going to call it 50,000. That means about half of what you make is tax-free. Federal income tax-free. Now, I've told you on my shows many times, and I'm going to tell you again, the only way to fix the debt problem, the only way to fix the Social Security problem and the Medicare problem, the only way is to tax everybody down to the guy or gal that makes $10,000 a year. You have to tax them 10%. And, and then you could tax the guy that makes $10,000 a month more and the guy that makes $10,000 a week more. Great. But the only way to do this is to tax everybody no middle class, no lower income tax uh, cuts. Now you might be saying, Arif, what the heck are you thinking? Here's why. Because they don't care. They don't care. Listen, if I'm going to take your money and give it to him or take your money and give it to me, eh, why would I care? When you have half of America 
not paying any income tax, federal income tax. Of course, they're going to want more benefits. Of course, they're going to want more free stuff. Everybody wants free stuff. And if I can rob Peter to pay Paul, you understand you will always have Paul's support. Paul is always on your side. Yeah, I think you should take more money from him. Yes, Eric, it's for the children. It's for the children and old people and nurses and firefighters. Those are the people we like. Children, old people, firefighters, poor people, minorities, old children, firefighters. That's all we like. Like the, like the show from The Jerk. You know, all I need is this vase. And then before you know it, he's taking all, the, I need this remote control and he's walking out the door. It's, all, it's for everybody except you, the white male Christian. That's it. Straight white male Christian. You sit in a corner. You have privilege. We're going to take from you. If you fall for that crazy divisive stuff, and I don't care who it is, it's, it's divisive, then it doesn't matter the numbers, the tax bill. It doesn't matter. The crazies in, in D.C. are going to jump up and down, and the crazy Dems are going to say things like, oh, it's evil and it's about the debt. I'm like, really? Where were you for eight years? You were a leader for eight years. Where were you? So this bill gives $24,000 of your income tax-free right off the bat. All right. Now listen, the third is you need to understand this. It is going to eliminate your personal exemptions. That means there's $4,000 plus that you, each of your spouse, your kids, everybody can deduct. So it's called a trade-off, right? You get $12,000 just for saying, hello, I'm an American taxpayer, and you're going to lose $4,000. But you're also going to lose six, right? So they're taking away six plus four, that's 10000 and they're giving you back two. Huh. That's a pretty good deal, right? If you're the taxpayer. All right, so let's understand this. State and local tax deduction. SALT, S-A-L-T. It's an acronym they, somebody made up. State and local property tax deduction uh, income uh, taxes that you would pay as a state. Now, when you talk to people, they say, Arif, look. New York, California, Massachusetts, some of these very, New Jersey, very high tax income tax states. Do you understand these high tax income states? They are also producing and giving federal income tax more than their fair share. They're giving it to the federal government. They're not getting the money back. And those dollars are going to the Wyomings and the Kentuckys and the Tennessees and the place where they have very low income tax or no income tax. So there is a net loss for us in California when we are giving up dollars and we don't get them back. Okay. I, I didn't do the math dollar for dollar, but they're probably right. Maybe. Okay. But I do know a couple of things. I remember when the Northridge earthquake hit and in months, not years, months, Southern California was virtually rebuilt. The freeways, the highways, the trash, uh, the, the buildings that had collapsed, months. Okay. I know Hurricane Katrina, 2005. We are 2017. Do the math, folks. 12 years. It is still a wasteland in some of those places. So you tell me that the poor state, ultimately at the state level in, in New Orleans, remember the... Uh, the mayor, uh, big mouth that uh, Nagin, uh, Mayor Nagin, right, went to jail. Two state insurance commissioners, back to back, went to jail. One of the most corrupt states in the union was the state of Louisiana. Well, not me telling you that. I mean, just look at the rap sheet. Look at their pictures. Club Fed. Who knows where they are today? Probably playing pickleball somewhere. It's great. Playing twenty-one with pennies. Blackjack, there's four cents. Woo, I could buy a toasty. Realize these people stole from that state, stole from that city. And the federal government did put money there. But why is it that if California is saying that we get less money back, the truth is we got a lot back. The Northridge earthquake is just a small example. 
And every time you have a federal government that is uh, doling out dollars, California is always going to get a bit more or a lot more. So my question isn't with the California, or sorry, with the federal government. You are paying excess in state and local uh, income tax in California. For what reason? You are paying it to the state because the state chose. And the state has mismanaged your money for decades. They are the, look, I don't know if anybody in the state of California is going to be going to jail anytime soon, but I can tell you the stuff they do in Sacramento makes the old uh, Arthur Anderson, remember that when they were phoning up numbers and uh, Lehman Brothers, makes that look like uh, kids playing in a schoolyard with with an abacus. The state of California and their funny business with numbers is ridiculous. There is no money left. They are taking it for themselves. They are taking it for their pet projects. They are dumping it in the, in the unions, uh, in amazing benefits. Uh, listen, I'm not saying unions are bad. I'm saying the management of unions, I think, are corrupt, at least some of them. And when you have the federal and the state employees have unions that pull money from the same people that they donate money back to, it's like saying, I will give you money if you give me money. You're like, great. Uh, I'm going to give you members' money, and you give me the state treasurer's money. They say, it's a deal. (laughs) What? How does that math work? Well, keep in mind, this just might be the shot in the arm to make California more competitive again. Why do you think there are more people leaving California than there are people coming to California? Why do you think that's the case? And it's not, you might, listen, you don't get to count the illegals that come across the border, right? You don't get to count illegal uh, aliens that come across the border as people coming. You have to count the ones that pay taxes that are here and the one that pays taxes that are leaving. And, oh, but illegal aliens pay taxes. Okay, yes, they do. Well, not anymore because the first 12,000 that they declare are tax-free. So if they're going to do it legitimately, number two is most people that come over illegally, are going to send money back to their countries. That's what they do. That's what people do. Whether it's the Philippines or Thailand or Mexico, Guatemala or the Middle East, it doesn't matter. So keep in mind, this state and local tax break is going to hurt some of you. It will. And who do you want to pay to get us out of this mess? And if you don't care, because it never affected you before, maybe you'll start caring. Maybe you'll start holding uh, the Sacramento folks, their feet to the fire. But you really have a choice. There are three pieces to the puzzle. You want debt control? Do you want free health care, free college, and unlimited welfare and disability? Or do you want tax cuts for the middle class? You get to pick one. Really, if you want Maybe you can pick two, but you have to have one as a priority. Which one do you want? And if you want one of those as a priority, then just be prepared to have the other two suffer. If you want to give free college, free health care to everybody, unlimited welfare, unlimited disability, that's okay. You're going to have out-of-control debt, and you're going to have to not give anybody tax cuts. You're going to have to go back to the middle class, and say, you guys are the largest group, and the only way we're going to make this work is if you pay more money. I don't know. Maybe they'll get upset and start fighting back and say, listen, we're going to vote you out. We're going to vote you out. Residents in the vast majority of counties across the country claim a deduction below $10,000. So what does that mean? The conference committee between the, the House of, and the Senate, they got together and they said, we, li- we like this in our bill, we like this in your bill. And they mixed and matched and they came up and they said, we're going to give $10,000. You can claim it for your property tax because you understand in Texas, police officers still get paid, roads are still fixed. So there still are some level of taxes, but it's property taxes primarily. So the property taxes in the state are set up in a couple of different ways. It's set up where you used to be able to write that off on your taxes. Today, 
you get $10,000. Do you want it in income tax, property tax? You get a choice, right? So there still is a number, $10,000. It's not horrible. And since most people are paying $10,000, you, you get a pretty good break. All right, here's another one. Child tax credit. I want to spend a little time on this, so we're going to do this when we come back here in a minute. You have a question on any of this stuff, I want to try to break it down, keep it simple and easy to understand. Our phone number is 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888-99-RETIRE. 888-997-3847. All right, finishing up on the state and local income tax. If you live in a place without income tax like uh, Texas, Alaska, then uh, you're going to have an opportunity to still write off your property taxes. But 10000 is the max. For the average home buyer, that's about a $400,000, $450,000 home price mortgage, meaning you could buy a $500,000 house, but if you're going to finance four fifty, you get to write off a portion of that. All right, so in some places, you get some benefits. In the other place, that $500,000 house is not really going to be $500,000 when it's assessed property taxes. We'll come back. I'll get into that along with some more on the uh, child tax credit. How do you get free money just for breathing? Have more kids when we come back. You're listening to me, Arif Hallaby, on AM870, The Answer, The Total Financial Hour. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the show. Total Financial Hour. I'm Eric Pallaby talking about your family's finances. It's a new tax bill today. We'll see how it uh, we'll see how it turns out. It looks like uh, it. We expect it to pass. I mean, unless barring any kind of craziness, we expect it to pass. Some big issues coming down the road uh, with Americans. Growth rate is going to have to be three percent plus for the next four years. If we can get three, three and a half, and even a few quarters. I mean, a few more than one or two. A few quarters of 4% plus growth. Uh, I think that, and, and this is the caveat, and uh, decent management of the budget, both in federal and state of California, there is a chance to get out of this mess. Do you understand the stock market? I love it when the, the pundits on the left will say, you know, the stock market you know, is only for rich people. You know, if you, the average person has 60000 in their 401k. It's only for Hello? If you have a pension, a government pension, where do you think they put that money? Do they lock it in a drawer? If you are CalPERS or CalSTRS or if the Teamsters whatever or IATSE whatever, do you understand the dollars that are, that are there to pay your pension are sitting in primarily, probably nearly huge numbers, 60, 70, 80%, maybe more, in the stock market? So... You might only have five or ten or twenty or sixty thousand, whatever you want to say, and in, in the but everybody's pension, government worker, state of California worker, it doesn't matter. Your pension is sitting in the market, a big part of it. So you can dislike Donald Trump, you can be mad at him, you can say he's wacky, you can say he says and tweets some of the dumb thing. Okay, got it. We agree to disagree, right? Many of us didn't like President Obama. I, I didn't have time to write because I was working at least one job. I, I didn't have time to steal anything from you. Oh, because this whole Christian moral value thing says, oh, it's probably bad to steal. Don't loot. It had nothing to do whether I was unhappy. And I didn't have to go crying to my mom when he won the first time. And more importantly, I felt sick to my stomach the second time. But guess what? I still went back to work. On that Monday, on that Tuesday, I went back to work. Right? That's what you do. It's what you do. You don't, you don't whine like a like a four year old and stomp your foot and need to go sit in a corner with you know music and a doll. It's different. All right. Speaking of children, expands your child tax credit. Hey, look, the 2017 tax bill. We're getting into some of the details here. I want to keep it simple, easy to understand. How does it impact you? How does it change your life? Good, bad, or or maybe not at all. Eight 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 ninety nine retire. That's eight eight eight. 
You can get a hold of us. Send us a call if you have a question. All right, here we go. Expands the child tax credit. So right now, the child tax credit is $1,000 per child. It's gone up and down a little bit over the years. Now it's $1,000. They're going to move that up to 2000 So if you have children under the age of 18, you get $2,000 per child. That was part of the Marco Rubio dance, right? We want Rubio on board. It was, I think, 1400 or, or whatever, 1600 He wanted it to move up, so it moved up. But here's the difference. And that's up to the income of a married couple of $400,000. So if you're earning up to $400,000, you're allowed, in addition, folks, in addition to your first, if you're married, the first 24000 in income and then $2,000 per child of income tax-free. All right. But what about, what about if you're one of those third, 40%, that don't pay any income tax? Do you get any money back? For, hi, I'm an American, I showed up, I breathe. Yeah, but did you pay any income tax? Nope. Well, we're going to give you a refund. Re, the re means it's going to come back because it went, right? Refund, redo. The only way you redo something is because you did it first. The only reason you get a refund is because you funded it first. So how do you get a refund when you didn't pay anything into the federal income tax to begin with? Well, let's go back to the beginning. It's for the children. It's for old people, children, minorities, firefighters, nurses. We like them. It's for the children. So what they say is this. You are going to get a refund, not of all 2,000, because, you know, they're fair minded people. 400 of the additional 1,000 is also going to be refunded, meaning low and middle income families will get money refunded to them, even if they should scratch out re. They should get, they're going to get money funded to them, given to them, even if their federal income tax is zero. Now, when you do the math, if you have, I don't know, two, three, four kids, whatever the number is, and you say between your income, you didn't pay any federal income tax, uh, you're going to pay social security tax. If you do the math backwards, if you have a certain amount of kids, you could even get your social security money that you've paid back. That means you're going to get social security in the future. You've never paid for it because they gave it back to you in the left pocket instead of the right. And when they give you that money back, thank you so much. You never paid into something you're going to get. I thought it, I thought we wanted fairness, right? Wasn't that fair? Which is one of my least favorite words. Fair and try, by the way. Try is an excuse for failure. How about just do your best? Do your best. All right. Didn't work. Didn't work. Try is an excuse for failure before you even get up off the couch. Here's another one. It creates temporary credit for non-child dependents. Now, I actually like this because it recognizes the new and changing world. So if you are somebody who's taking care of your mom, taking care of your grandmother, taking care of an adult disabled child, you can receive up to $500 for each non-child dependent that you're supporting. I like that because it actually is going to cost a lot more than that for a lot of you that are taking care of your moms, your dads, your grandmothers, right? So this is one I like. I told you I support this bill, but the second part where you give money to people who didn't who didn't even put it into place to begin with, I don't like. But I am not the king. I, even the president, the, the, you know, President Trump is finding out he's a, a president, not a king, not a dictator. So he gets to do, you know, he gets to suggest things. He's part of a, a tri, tri-level government, right? So... Even if he doesn't like that, he'll probably sign it. Why? Because he likes most of it. Until you give the president a line item veto, which I am going to encourage you to never do, because as a citizens, if you give the president a line item veto, then Congress is just a, a, a body, oh, I don't know, just to show up and say hello. Right? You, you remove the value of Congress. Okay, here's another one. Lowers the cap on mortgage interest deductions. Now I'm a little concerned about this. It used to be 
if you have a mortgage of seven uh, of a million dollars, you could have six homes. Add it all up, all the mortgages. If you owed a total of a million dollars, the interest on a million you were able to write off. So that that's the way it was. Today it's on seven hundred and fifty thousand. But here's the caveat: it's only on new mortgages. Now the problem is, if they were negotiating this in August, you could have upgraded and bought that newer house before the end of the year, if you knew this was going to be the provision, so you could lock in the million-dollar figure. But it's difficult to buy, get a loan, do all of that in in a few weeks, so it's over. But if you have mortgage interest that is more than a million dollars, then you were not able to write it off. Well, it's the same position going forward. If you go out and get a loan for more than $750,000, you cannot write off the interest on more than $750,000. That's the new, the new numbers. Why do I think it's, eh, it's kind of blah, at least now? Because right now, believe it or not, money is cheap. It's inexpensive. It's, it's free almost. So there is really no reason it's not going to affect you as much. What part of this this part of the bill that, that will affect you, I think, is this next part. The bill will no longer allow deduction for the interest on home equity loans. Now, those are usually the higher interest loans. So currently, it's allowed up to $100,000. But going forward, you cannot write off anything on a home equity line of credit. So here's what I expect to happen. If you have home equity line of credit right? It's called a HELOC. A lot of people are going out and they're, they're quickly taking out money. They're writing a check, just depositing in their savings account. Why? They're doing that because the interest is now locked in under the $100,000 number and the home equity line of credit is under the old deal. But you understand that going forward, they still might disallow that. The final part of this bill says you can no longer write off a home equity line of credit. So if you're one of those that's going to run out and try to do this, realize it doesn't matter because next month you don't get to write off the interest under this provision. And here's the other part, and this is kind of important. What I think is going to happen to my friends that are in the, in the lending industry, I think what's going to happen is they're going to refinance and do a first mortgage. So if you have a $400,000 first and $150,000 second, you're probably going to wrap that into a $550,000 loan it's below 750 right off the interest. So I think you're going to see some of that happening because going forward, folks that have 70, 80, 90,000 in a home equity line of credit, that's a lot of interest. Six, 7%, some of them, right? It's a lot of money. Going forward, I think they're going to, to wrap those loans, refine them and finance them and put them into one loan. So I think that's what you're going to see. All right. This alternative minimum tax, I think that's crazy. It used to be to keep rich people from writing off all the money and saying, see, I made $2 million and I paid $40,000 in taxes. Today, you're going to see it go up to a whole $70,000 for single couples. 109000 before you get hit by the alternative minimum tax. That, to me, is a travesty. How does a police officer and a nurse, how do those, is it income? That's more than 109000 in income. How are you, how is it right for them to be hit with the same provision of the tax code that was designed for millionaires way back when? It doesn't seem to make sense. All right, so those are some of the things that I want you to, to pay attention on. Businesses and corporations, there's some benefits there as well. But I want to touch on some of the Social Security stuff. Because when it comes to Social Security, there's some big numbers you need to pay attention to. There's about 62 million people receiving Social Security. 62 million. That's people, right? Let's keep our denominators the same. Not taxpayers, people. There's about, let's say, 350 million people. So about one out of every five Americans are receiving some sort of Social Security payment. That's huge. 
You guys take a room full of five people and one of them is paying social is receiving social security. That means the rest of you are paying for that person. Well, good thing that there was money left behind. Oh wait, there wasn't. You mean the government has taken that money out? Yep, they sure did. This is important because retirees, about two-thirds of them, six out of ten, rely on Social Security for at least half of your income. Now, you need to make sure that your retirement dollars that are set aside in your 401K and your 403Bs and your IRAs are not linked to the same system that is receive, that where you're receiving your pension or Social Security. So you say, what do you mean, Eric? Look, if you want some or part of your money safe, that's what we do. Total Financial Solutions, when we say the safer money hour or the total financial hour, safer options, when we say safer, it means safer from the market declines, safer from when the stock market drops. You have to protect your money. Who do you think is going to watch it? Your broker. Wall Street, the president, the governor, none of those folks care. I don't mean they're bad. They just don't care. Your $500,000 retirement account is mildly interesting to them when they're speaking in trillions of dollars. And when you lose $100,000, they call it a correction. It's a correction. Like, What do you mean by correction? Does it mean it's, it's wrong for me to make money? It's wrong for me to have an account that goes up? Just this morning, I'm, I'm watching uh, some of the different business stations, and they're going crazy giving you different points of view. I think the market is unsustainable. The average growth rate, we are, we are three times larger than the U.S. economy in the stock market. It's never been that way. We've usually been one, one and a half times. That means if you take the U.S. economy, the market value is about the same, a little bit more, plus or minus, historically. Today, we are three times. I can't, even sh- like, I can't even show you on the screen. It's huge. So you have some people say, oh, it's okay because if, if we grow at 4.5%, the economy, the, the economy will grow and catch up to the stock market. Fantastic. I want that to happen. Our clients make money when the market goes up. We just don't lose when it goes down. Oh, you're going to give up some things. You're not going to make more than 10 or 12% in any one year. All right, so it's a trade-off, but you never lose. You never go backwards when the market corrects. It's insulting when they use that term. I see that and I go, listen, it might be correct to you because you, you, you have billions of dollars, but to our clients that have a million or two million or 100,000, correction is scary because I can't go back to work when I'm 50 or 55 or 60 or 65 years old. If it takes the average time seven years to get that money back, right? Seven years. And there's a correction when I'm 55. That means it doesn't even get back to that same balance until I'm 62. And from 62 on, oh, by the way, you've been paying fees that entire time. Wall Street is is really excited to make sure that they never lose. If Social Security is in a system, you guys, we're right now three uh, two out of three of the folks that are collecting Social Security are counting on it for half or more of their income, then you have to be very careful. The other half of your income had better be protected. Because Social Security's foundation is cracking, here's what we have. It's a good article from uh, CNN. And it says this, boomers from the labor force are pushing the worker-to-benefit ratio lower. That means there used to be 32 people working for one person collecting Social Security. Now there's four people working for one person collecting Social Security. That means those four people are going to have to pay more in taxes. That means this one person who's collecting Social Security is going to have to receive less benefits. And that means there's still going to be a deficit, so they're going to have to take from the principal of the dollars that they've been saving. Because it was originally designed to build a big bucket of money, and the interest just drops out every year, every year, every year. Money comes out, goes into a bucket, pays people. It's backfilled a little bit by the workers. Things are fine. The problem is, hey, uh, retirees, you guys just aren't dying. Listen, I don't want you to fix that part, but just realize the math was only set for you to live to 63, maybe 68 years old. 
And today I, I met a, a lady recently, a wonderful lady down in Marine Del Rey. Sat with her. She told me her age. Uh, no joke, guys. She looked 10 years younger. I thought, you got to be kidding. She's healthy. She's, she looks 10 years younger than she is. You know these people. They're, they're wonderful human beings. And they are not set to sit in a rocking chair and wait to die. They're active. They're living wonderful lives. Their minds are active. You need to expect Social Security to go on well into, the, into somebody's 80s. According to the Social Security Board of Trustees, the 75-year outlook says we're just not going to make it. They said, basically, in 2034, we are done. Gone. 2034. So just do the math. What is it? Uh, 15 years, 20. So, meh. If she's 65 years old, she's 85. She better cash that last check. I would go to the bank and just say, give me cash. Don't put it in and wait for, uh, wait for the bank. Here's some of the silver linings. Ready? This is exciting. Most of the money that is in the Social Security Trust Fund, if the market goes up, it will go up a little bit. But because it doesn't put that money in the stock market, the government actually borrows it. Did you know that? The money goes in, and under the 1994 deal, when Newt Gingrich and Bill Clinton, they said, we balanced the budget. Oh, you did? What'd you do? Well, let me think of it. Think of it like this. Imagine for a minute, you have equity in your home, but you have a student loan, you have a car payment, you have a vacation home, you have a boat, you have a plane, you have all your, your, your toys and credit card debt, but you had $500,000 equity in your house and you took and you refinanced all of your debt. So when I looked at your, your statements, you'd have zero student loan, zero boat plane, your, your car's paid off, everything is down to zero. I'd go, well, this is pretty good. And you say, Arif, I am debt free. Well, but what about over here, the second mortgage in the house? Well, yeah, it, it's there, but it's not real debt. You know, it's still my house. It's an asset. Okay, so it went from your left pocket to your right pocket. You still have to pay interest on that money. So that's what the government did. It took all of the money out of the Social Security system, and it paid off its bills. And then they replaced the dollars that were in Social Security with IOUs. And then what would happen is every year they'd say, oh, we need a... Let's just keep it simple here. We need $100 to come out to pay people. And they would take out 100 but the interest in there and more people were putting more. So there's like $300 added. They took $100 out. Eh, it's good. It's still growing. A few years ago, we got even. That means the dollars that were coming out were the same as that were going in. Because after 2008, People retired early. They said, ah, I wasn't going to take Social Security until I was 66, 67, maybe even age 70. But I'm 64. Nobody wants to hire me. I'm going to start taking Social Security early. So amazing amounts of folks started pulling Social Security out early from 2008, 9, 10. And as that started happening, they kept reworking the system, the, the financial numbers. And they said, we just don't have enough to continue now. We expected those people to still add to the system and not take out. Instead, we lost them as a taxpayer, and we, lost, and we lost them as a delayed Social Security recipient. The only way, in my opinion, this is going to work is we have to do one, probably all three of these things. We have to raise taxes on everybody. We have to reduce benefits that you're going to receive. And we're going to have to inflate the currency. Simple enough. I've been talking about this since 1997. That's the only way it's going to work. Now, who's in office? What's the political mood of the country? They'll do one more than another. They'll do this one a lot more than that one. Fine. And they've slowly been raising taxes. Because if you make a hundred and... Let's see if I can give you the number. $127,000 a year. If you make 127000 a year, that's the most tax you're going to pay. You're done. There's no more income tax. Uh, no more uh, um, Social Security tax. It's over. You can make 200000 but you're only taxed on one twenty-seven. Why? Because the, ta the, the benefits that you're going to receive are much lower than the percentage of your income. So keep in mind, folks, we have to raise that number up, but then you're going to have to pay these people. So is it worth it? I don't know. You've got to ask. 
your retirement accounts, if they're safe, if they're protected from the market declines, if they're not going to go backwards, I don't care what the market does. When, when the market corrects, when it goes backwards, when Brexit happened, it didn't matter to our clients. We weren't, oh, we weren't complaining. We weren't worried. We said, oh, no big deal. Yeah, it's okay. What's the worst conversation you're going to ever have with us is your account is zero. You go, what do you mean zero? Yeah, we just didn't gain anything. Whatever's in there is the same amount that was in there before. You want to protect some or part of your money? That's what we're about. You want guaranteed income sources that you can never outlive? That's what we do. You want no fees, no risk? That's what we do. But there's trade-offs. You will have a cap on your return, and you have to be okay with that. When we come back next week, we hope to see you on a special uh, special edition, special show, as uh, Christmas Eve is coming up, folks. I want to thank you for being part of our, our first year. This is important. KRLA AM870 gives us an opportunity to talk to you. Give us a call if you have any questions. There's no obligation. I can tell you in about 15 minutes. Yes, we can help you. No, we can't. 888-99-RETIRE, 888-99-RETIRE. Got it? I'm Eric Hallaby. You can like us on Facebook, the Total Financial Solutions Company, that's us, and the Total Financial Hour. Thanks for listening. I'm Eric Hallaby on AM870, The Answer. The Total Financial Hour, featuring Arif Halaby, president of Total Financial Solutions, designing higher income strategies with a conservative approach. Protecting your principal and your earnings while getting you reasonable gains and reliable income, making you confident of your retirement income planning. Arif Halaby has your answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.